Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. And I think if you ask yourself, you ask, who would I sacrifice for what's mine? I think Seth would be deep and cozy inside that circle. <laughs> now, I'll show you how much I know you. <clears throat> I'm not even going to break you. I'm just going to you know, set you back a ways. And we know that you've been stashing half your bars, which is smart. No law against it. You're going to get out. You're going to go overseas, right? Studying up your Mandarin. French. French. You give him up, or you give us half your stash. You're willing to dump your silver in the dirt for Seth. You gonna kill him? Not if we can help it. You're too cataclysmic a change for the future. Now, what we'll do is dangerous in that regard, so not as dangerous as killing him. Top of which, a man from the future runs free long enough, you know, time travel shit just fries your brain like an egg. Why the fuck French? I'm going to France. You should go to China. I'm going to France. I'm from the future. You should go to China. I'm going to France. Everyone and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we review the movie that Rob jacks it to on a regular basis that asks the question, causality? What's that? Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis, and Emily Blunt, it's 2012's Paradox the Movie. I mean, Looper. It's Looper. But first, he's the bald, grumpy old self with no accent to my thick-haired, easygoing self with a New York by way of Kansas City accent, it's James. How are you doing, James? Piper, Paraboo's boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So good. Best thing about this movie. One of them, yes. And he's the guy who blew off his own foot. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Um. Yeah. I yeah, that's still totally have all you. my toes. No, that's totally yep. you. I got all my toes. Nope. Hey, no, at least don't. I'm not the guy that like started losing body parts like miraculously. Yeah, that was that constantly was fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's check and see what's going on around CBC, James. What's going on around CBC? Uh the girls that uh I don't know, I didn't I I forgot. <laughs> I didn't look at anything. Man, and they gave anybody. you shit. They gave you shit about, oh, yeah. can we they, get somebody they, else to do the, the no. CBC? No, STD comes out on Thursdays. Um, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah. No, they come out on Mondays. Forever. That was going to be my shtick for this whole thing. I had it all planned out. I was like, all right, I'll get everyone, see what everyone's doing, and then I'll end it with, don't forget, STD comes out on Thursday. And I've been so you, busy this you week. Shit the, you shit the bed on that. Jeez. I didn't do shit. I had two. God. So here's the, here's the thing. I had two interviews. I had an interview with Andy Yaffe from McAuliffe Cigars on what? Uh, like Tuesday. And then on it was supposed to be on Monday, and he pushed it to Tuesday. So Monday was Memorial Day. Pushed it to Tuesday. I'm like, all right, fine. Then on Wednesday, I had an interview with the executive director of Cigar Rights of America. And so, like, my whole week got fucked up because then I had to spend Thursday fucking uh, doing the whole edit for Andy Yaffe's episode, which drops tomorrow for Simply Stogies. 
And then I still like, I'm in the middle of editing, uh, the one for, for the executive director of the CRA, um, that drops. I don't even know when, like, do I hold that off? So I've been doing, and then my, it's our, my anniversary today. Like, and instead of spending time with my wife, I'm here with you two jackasses. Hey, we offered uh, to like, move the recording. Yeah. So I like, guess just, yeah, but I don't care. So it's just, <laughs> everything's, <laughs> everything's just been fucked up. You know, so it doesn't matter. The Drunkenomics guys, they're talking about stuff. The guy's way over my head. Fucking Bad Gamers Anonymous. Like, they're stuck in 2010 playing Skyrim still. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And you know what? Uh, fucking STD comes out on Thursday. There you go. That's what's going on on SBC. And if you want to become a creator and have some help and and we kind of show you the ropes or we can just leave you the fuck alone. Like, it's up to you. Whatever you want. Hit that apply button. Create a braincandy.com. Uh, that whole spiel brought to you by, uh, spoiler, they die, uh, every Thursday on podcast, podcatchers everywhere. On podcast soil. The first, you could just (laughs) cut the first part of that. You did. Okay. Leave it all in (laughs) all of it. Oh, it's all staying in. It is all staying in. Rob, you got some news for us this week. Um, I do. You know what? Every time you say, Rob, do you have news for us? I just automatically think he's going to go, uh, oops. Oops. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> it's like I forgot to do news. James forgot to do his shit. Oh. No, I got some good news. Uh, so we found a galaxy out there that is a ring galaxy. A ring galaxy. Okay. Want to explain galaxies. what that means? So, yeah, it's a galaxy that's in a ring. I mean, how much do I have to explain? Dude? Is it a galaxy that's in a ring or is it a galaxy shaped like a ring? Oh, it's a galaxy shaped like a ring. So more than, uh, they're kind of, uh, they're kind of rare. Um, there's only about 0.1% of all the disc galaxies in the local universe um, uh, that this happens to. Um, basically what happens is you've got a disc galaxy and then another galaxy or another, um, yeah, another gravitational body punches through the center of it and it creates itself a ring. Um, so everything so in the middle was destroyed? Everything in the middle is missing, yeah. Destroyed or, or pushed out and it re, reforms its galaxy somehow. Uh, but apparently it's really, really... Um, how does it reform the galaxy if there's nothing in the middle? Like, where is the, what gravitational force is holding it in a ring pattern? You know, well, I, I guess know. it doesn't blow all of the material out far enough to negate right. the gravitational okay, pull between when each we say other. Mater- when we say material, we're talking about stars, stars planets, gas, asteroids, gas. Yeah. Things that, you know, make up that could have had a civil, it could have had intelligent sentient life who says it still doesn't who says intelligent sentient life didn't develop after it formed the ring galaxy i'm fairly confident there's none in this galaxy well there's none on this planet so no shit so apparently this is a very active galaxy too um uh, it is three thousand i'm sorry thirty thousand light years across and making stars um at least at a rate 50 times greater than what the Milky Way does. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's it's going to town. They don't know. So typically when uh, when it, when a galaxy 
creates the rings, it creates two rings. One, when it's getting close, like when the bullet galaxy is getting close as it approaches, you know, it starts pulling material away. And then once as it uh, recedes away, um, they're not sure which ring um, we're seeing yet, um, you know, because it is quite far away. So it's going to take a little while. And a little while is a vast understanding. After we're all a long, long time. Yeah, because this thing is 10.7 billion <laughs> light years away. All right. So if it's going to, why, then why does any of this matter? I don't know. I, I feel like cool. I'm watching Looper. Why does any of this matter? If we're going to be cool. dead, like, what the fuck does it matter? It's 10.7 billion light years away. Yep. So we're seeing it as it as it is when the universe was only 3 billion years old. Right, yeah. So right. it's mm-hmm. a yeah. fairly old galaxy, and it's still yep. producing that many stars? Wow. It was Apparently producing so. that many stars 10.7 billion, billion years ago. It's probably long gone. Well, Maybe. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Time Maybe. travel. Time travel. Yeah, yeah. Speed of light. Relative. Um, yeah. So the next thing, uh, not really science fictiony, but it is science and it is kind of momentous. Um, space uh, SpaceX docked um, at about ten o'clock this morning, ten thirty this morning. Cool. Um, yeah. So you know, it first time in what uh, a couple decades that uh, we have launched from our own soil and gone back into space. So that's kind of cool. Um, now Has that it been is a couple after decades. It, I think it was. Uh, it was the 90s. 90s. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It hasn't been the 90s. We've had space shuttle missions in the 2000s. Did we? Did we? Yes. Because I watched a space shuttle enter the atmosphere one night and cause a, a plasma trail, I think, around are 2004. Are you sure you watched us? Are you? Well, okay. Yes, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. No, you're right. Wait, 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 wait. You're up. right. Because there was one that crashed, I remember, while uh, yeah, Columbia w was president. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was uh, the, okay, yeah, 2011 was the last space shuttle. Sorry. So, okay, so it's been a decade. Um, it's been a decade, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Misspoke. I mean, like, look, right. good for Elon Musk. Good yeah. for Elon Musk. Yeah, that, no, that's cool. So, uh, and We're that's after Mars, it got, uh, yeah, and that's after it got, uh, well, I don't know. They keep blowing up starships. You know, <laughs> I, look, here's the thing. They had another hey, one blow I, up. This is what I'm going to say. All right. If Elon Musk can smoke pot and get a fucking uh, rocket in into space and successfully dock with a space station orbiting the Earth that God only knows how fast, you know what? Fuck it. All, all stoners can do whatever you want, man. Okay. Let's fucking go. Elon Let's get the Musk. stoners working on fucking uh, rocket technology to Mars. Let's do it. Let's do, we'll fucking potheads will save the universe. Well, that's a movie. I have no doubt that. about that. But Elon Musk himself did not launch that fucking rocket, you, nor get people you don't into know space. That. He funded he the, the smart button. people that made that happen. Yeah. You can't look. You can't be a piehead and not be look. I'm I'm telling you right now. Like he totally did it. It was all Elon Musk. It was all him. He all was hail. pushing every button. He turned every wrench. All, all hail Elon Musk. That's all I'm saying. He's just the overlord of the simulation. That's all it is. Well, well you know like what? You, he needs to fix that shit because the simulation's <laughs> goddamn broke, right? Well, uh, and like you're like you were posted earlier today in Discord. You know he he thinks he's Darth Vader. <laughs> he does. Right. Yeah, he does indeed think he's Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. What else you got, Rob? Right. So my last one is most definitely 
most definitely sci-fi related. So um, there were two boys. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me find it here. I'm trying Are you to find reading it right oh, now. La Paz. Uh, no, I had I couldn't remember what city it was. Uh-huh. Um, so there was two boys in La Paz that um, decided Where's La Paz? to let. I'm going to guess France, but is that is that accurate? It might be no. French Canada. French Canada. Uh, isn't that in uh, Mexico? What La Paz? I don't know where it is. In, uh, okay, let's see. I'm not. Um, if it's La Paz and it's in Mexico, I'm thinking you're. <laughs> Oh my God! We're researching on the fly on the news. Flight, on the right. news, uh, awesome. I don't feel uh, bad. I don't feel bad about what's going on around Creative Brain Candy now. Like this is that's just par for the course. Oh, Bolivia. 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 Good job. Now it's Mexico. You were. No. <laughs> you nailed it. I was way off. I was way off. Samsonite. I was way off. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's go, oh, Christmas. You know, and if I just happened to read the uh, first sentence there, it says three young Bolivian brothers. Oh, yeah. Jesus um, fucking yeah, yeah. You know, so, anyways. If you'd read the articles before you talk about them, you might know Dude, what they I found say. This thing, I found this thing on Monday, and I thought it was funny. You found anyway, it on Monday, and you haven't read it up. yet? No, I did, it, but it's been That's a while. six days. I had a, I had a, la- I had a look. I took I took the the socks off so I could count my yeah. toes six days ago six six, days, six ago. days to yeah. figure this fucking out yeah anyway so you want to hear it it's awesome three I, yeah, uh, at this point it better be awesome three Bolivian brothers tried to make themselves Spider Man by letting a Black Widow bite them well that's not funny that's oh just shit tragic yeah that three kids in Bolivia fucking yeah. let a Black Widow spider yeah I saw this how is this funny this is what you're ending the news on now I'm fucking depressed. It's better than, you know, what's happening around CBC because you had shit. That was funny is what I, no, what I did was, was comic, so, comic gold. This is just sad. This is. I'm sorry. So when does, when does STD come out? Every Thursday. Perfect. Hi, cat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every uh, Thursday. Oh, Every Thursday. Uh, who's ready for a pod crawl? <laughs> let's, let's just keep going. <laughs> Please. Uh, is Ryan Johnson in it? Because if so, no. Yeah. No, he's I not in he it. I think he got him to narrate it. Yeah. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Joe is a unique type of assassin. And when I say assassin, I mean he's basically that guy in the slaughterhouse that holds the pneumatic gun. His targets are delivered to him at a specific time and location, bound and blindfolded and ready to be killed. The skill it takes to do this job is about the equivalent of falling out of a boat. Or being a podcaster, Joe lives his days killing, partying and sleeping knowing that eventually he will have to kill his future self so he can retire and piss away the fortune he accumulated on more partying and bad haircuts. It's part of the gerb, after all, and was made clear it was part of the gerb when he signed up. However, future Joe, as a much older man, finds love and happiness and doesn't want to be put out to pasture. See what I did there? Anyway, when the guys come to take him away to ship him to the past to be killed, his wife gets shot in the process which causes Joe to go all Bruce Willis on his captures and head back to the past to change his future. 
His goal is to find Rain Man, I mean, the Rainmaker, a person who has taken over all five of the major crime syndicates and is systematically closing all the looper contracts. Joe wants to kill baby Rainmaker to change his future so his somewhat younger self can meet and remarry his wife again and maybe not get taken to be shot in the past again? Maybe, who knows? The movie basically waves away any sort of paradox or causality conflicts not once, but twice. Old Joe shows up in the past not bound or blinded, and two minutes late, which throws young Joe for a loop and allows old Joe to surprise young Joe and knock him out. After being mugged by his older self, young Joe realizes he's in deep shit by allowing his old self to live, so he does the brilliant thing by heading back to his apartment. Because they definitely won't be looking for him there. When he arrives, he finds they are looking for him there and only escapes because of help from his older self who has to keep his dumber younger self alive. His older self breaks into a library to do some research on some numbers that can identify who the Rainmaker might be, because in the future birth records are apparently public information and libraries don't have alarms. He gets a map of three possibilities and heads out to murder children so that he can have a happy future. Have we figured out who the bad guy in this movie is yet? Young Joe wants to meet with old Joe, so the only way he can think of to send a message is to cut a name into his arm. Not look at something with a message or threaten to kill himself if they don't meet up because they share memories now, he carves a name into his arm. They have a face-to-face -face in a diner where they of course order the same thing, but it's actually a trap set up by younger Joe. However, the person helping him with this trap is the human embodiment of a fuck-up, so old Joe and young Joe escape. Young Joe escapes with part of old Joe's map and heads to the farm marked on it. It turns out this is where baby Rainmaker lives. Baby Rainmaker is a 10-year-old boy going on 50 who is an engineer with powerful telekinetic abilities. He's recruited by Professor X, oh wait, wrong movie. Anyway, young Joe is hanging out at the farm and banging Emily Blunt waiting for old Joe to work his way through the other two kids and come to the farm for the third. Old Joe stalks and murders the first kid, because he's a monster, and then stalks the second kid who, it turns out, is the kid of the prostitute he frequented as young Joe. Just as he's about to off the second kid, Rainmaker reveals his powers to young Joe making old Joe realize that the kid he's about to kill isn't the Rainmaker, but it doesn't matter anyway because the kid old Joe was about to kill was actually Sir Fuck Up and old Joe gets tased. Old Joe is brought back to the gang hideout where he goes all Bruce Willis on everyone there except Sir Fuck Up and heads out to the farm to kill the Rainmaker. Young Joe decides at this point it's probably a good idea to abandon the farm, but it's always too late at this point, and old Joe makes it to the farm as everyone is leaving. Young Joe tries to buy Emily Blunt and Rainmaker some time to get away, but Sir Fuck Up fucks that up and old Joe confronts the hottie and Rainmaker. Young Joe, seeing that there isn't anything he can do to save the hottie, and that Rainmaker will grow up to be a syndicate kingpin which will cause all of this to happen over and over again, decides to pump the brakes on the time loop and removes his heart from his own chest with a blunderbuss. Old Joe disappears, Hottie takes Rainmaker back to the house to clean up, and roll Hottie finding a large fortune in gold bars scattered on her farm, credits. Alright, so, Looper. Um... Of course, it's a fucking time travel movie, and Rob would pick it. It was either that or Space Truckers. Oh, God. I mean. Well, this was definitely better than Space Truckers, so thank you. Who the fuck would spick, uh, pick uh, uh, Space Truckers? I can't talk. That's how like, nobody would pick that movie. I don't know. Yeah. You <laughs> said you were going to pick it. Look, it's not the end no, of the show yet. Stop that spoiling what? shit. Dino Priest? Is it? Or Dino Pastor? Dino Pastor. No, Velocipaster. Yeah. Velocipaster. Velocipaster. I, that is more sci-fi than eligible Eternal. for the list. It's totally, it's not sci-fi. Sci-fi. I think it is anything you've put up there. It's more sci-fi than goddamn. Uh, that was that stupid movie with Will Smith 
I, I know it's hard to pick him because he's in a lot of stupid movies, but the Wild one Wild the West? Old, that one, that, that was one. not even, the it was like with the steampunk spider? bullshit. The Wild Wild West movie that you put on the list? Yeah, it shouldn't have been on the list. You you Shit. put it on the list. You put well, I want to put Velocipaster <laughs> on the list. I don't understand why I'm not allowed to now. I was able to put that bullshit on the list. Neither Apparently is fucking he, Wild Wild West. It is. Apparently, uh, you're, after your uh, Motu uh, fiasco, you have been banned I'm from not, uh, right. putting things right. on the list. Yeah, that's all right. You're all going to pay for it with uh, the end of the episode. Perfect. Yeah. So this movie, time travel movie, and it falls into the same trap that every fucking time travel movie ever falls into, and that's causality loops and paradoxes. However, this movie, I will say kind of, it's not the most graceful way of getting out of that trap, but it is definitely an effective way of getting out of that trap by just basically saying, fuck this and ending the loop at the very end of the movie altogether. Now, my question or first question to you guys is, is that a cop out by removing it from the equation or was that a yes. brilliant move by yeah, 100%? No, no, it's a cop out. It's 100% here, a cop out. Here's what I put on there. All right. So, you know, you go through the whole thing of, of, hey, if the mom doesn't die, that means that more than likely Sid will never become a uh, rain man. Um, and then, the rainmaker. No, Rain Man, whatever. Whatever you want to call him, I I don't care. Yeah. Um, So so that's the idea is that if if the mom didn't die, then that never happens. So if the mom is safe, how did Joe end up getting there and old Joe end up getting there in the first place if the mom ends up being safe and, uh, you know, all that kind of fun stuff? Yet then at the end, you know, She's not safe because old Joe was the one that was going to do it. So uh, apparently old Joe was the person that caused Rain Man. Okay, look, they they discuss this at the diner. Okay, yeah, they, they say all of this at the diner. <laughs> no, they don't. They, just, they say, yes, don't they do. worry about it. We're not going to do fucking do. charts and right, diagrams. Yeah. We're just going to gloss over all of the causality in this movie. Fucking yeah. right. It'll fry okay. your fucking brain. Just shut your child fucking mouth. And let's just, it doesn't fucking Man, matter. Rob. I was wondering how long it was going to take you to get that in there. Uh, 23 minutes, 40 seconds since we hit Perfect. the record button. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a cop out, but that's what that whole diner scene was. The whole diner scene was to tell you, don't overthink this because we didn't. Well, and they they right. prefaced it even before the diner scene, whenever he was talking with Jeff Daniels' character at the very beginning, talking about time travel, and he said, "You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss time travel because it'll melt your brain." Right. Yeah. yeah. Go. Don't go to France. Go to China. Yeah. Go to China. Right. Which was, which tells you that he knows where they all end up. Well, yeah. apparently he came from the future, right? So he came right. from the future and started a, this whole looper organization. He's he's the but one he, that recruited all the loopers. The, but that's part of the paradox, right? If he knows who all the loopers are, but he's the one who created it, like how does he know where they are? Like he knew that he's like, no, Mandarin. Like that's where you're going to end up is China. So just stop working on your French and work on your fucking Mandarin. You could explain that because they've obviously got – 
some sort of communication from the future to the past because they have to know what time the uh, the people who are going to be assassinated are going to show up, right? No, it's like a train, dude. They established a time. So every Friday at 1130. No, because at one point um, he looked at 1130 no, was just, his, yeah. Yeah. He, he gets saying times. that it's like a, it's like a time clock, you know. So they, they, they tell them, okay, we're going to be shipping somebody at this time uh, and, and they're going to die. So they've got communications apparently from the pa- uh, from the future to the past. So he could have intelligence on the people he picks as loopers. Hey, where's where's this person now in the future? And I guess he could probably just you know talk to the future by writing a message, okay, and then they look in a the, box in the future or whatever. But typically, like I, I don't I don't want to overthink this movie because it was dumb. It, I, I don't, I, I I don't want look, to put more <laughs> thought into this movie than they did. <laughs> I, it was the movie was great up until the ending. And I, I will, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Uh, so here's the thing. Typically when, when criminal organizations go through management change, we'll call it management change. <laughs> uh, those, uh, those who are in lower management don't typically make the cut. So if the rainmaker is making changes in the future, it would immediately alter the past, immediately alter the past, right? Because he would fix everything. He no, would, no, no, he no, 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 no. It, causality not, doesn't not work if, like that. Okay. But if he's doing that, if he's sending people back, why is middle management still back there with the looper organization? Well, Presumably, metal management loops. came back to the past before Rainmaker went to power, came into power. Yeah. Okay, but why wouldn't Rainmaker send his own people to the past to take that their place? Especially, I don't know. he's I, a he's a one man dude, a one man army. He's they said, but he took control of all the yeah, criminal organizations. Yeah, true. It's not like he's Who a one man army. He just took out upper management. Yeah. So so he. I also have another question uh, with the whole time travel thing. Um, do you think that, like, we see the factory and where Bruce Willis goes in? Do you do you think that that factory is in the same spot as where they end up in the present, or can they pick where to put uh, where to send them? Because there's obviously more than one place. I mean, the uh, Sean or whatever the fuckhead guy at the beginning was um his little looper spot was in a back alley somewhere so uh, is there one time time machine and they send it to coordinates or is it or do they have like five or six different time machines i would imagine one time machine Uh, unless it's really easy to build time machines in the future right i don't know so i mean that's that's one of the things that they didn't really explain because bruce willis was living in shanghai at that time right and so they they right. captured him from Shanghai. Presumably, they didn't say that he had moved out of country. Um, so they He's had in China somewhere, and and all the people that that captured him looked like Chinese cowboys. So we're guessing that he's still in Shanghai. Ninjas, we call those ninjas. No, they. I've never seen a ninja wear a broad brimmed hat ever. No, how do you, you know not know seen, that no. he wasn't a ninja? I've seen people from the Spanish Inquisition wear those types of hats. Yeah. No one suspects the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody. No. Nobody. Wait, you don't even like Monty Python. Stop it. You can't you can't reference yeah, Monty Python. I can make references. I can make references he does it all to the anything time. I want. 
man. Um, so, okay, so so we assume that they can go yes. anywhere, right? They can send them everywhere. I'm assuming that the time machine was in Shanghai, unless they, you know, Shanghai'd him. Ha <laughs> ha, see what I did there? <laughs> Shanghai'd yeah. him and then took him out of country, I guess, to so, Kansas City or a, a rural area that wherever. now has a big factory. No, that was cane sugar, so it wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Iowa. Iowa. No. No. Um, Anyway, so so if they can move, if they can transport them anywhere they want, why don't they just teleport, I'm sorry, time travel them to a fucking volcano? Because then they wouldn't have a movie? I'll be okay. honest, there was zero reason to make this movie. Because everything that happened in the movie didn't fucking matter. I mean, one of my None questions of is, why are they killing them in the future? Why do they let them live to like a ripe old age and then decide one day that they're going to send them back to the past so that their younger self can kill them? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense either because why at that well, point, so if let's just pretend conservatively uh, that they're 25, right? And then they get, they, they retire at 25. So now they're 55. The guy's not, you know, odds are he may make it to 75 maybe, but. He might die. But it's I mean, not, it's not just loopers that they're killing. No. Yeah, but it's why not just, not, okay, but what's the extra 20 years? Like what? They're just, so you have 30 years to fuck around and spend all the silver we give you. And then after 30 years, you die. Why? I mean, what why, point like, that does just that seems make? arbitrary. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Like, why not just let them die of natural causes? I think if, they tried. to live 30 years outside of doing like what you said, being an assassin. Like, it's not really an assassin. It's just. <laughs> shooting cattle yeah. at that point. Like, oh, so why, what's the, why did you let them go for 30 years? If they've been out of the business for 30 years and they haven't fucked with your business, why, why, why do you have to close the loop? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anybody, I, I, anybody <laughs> talking? Yeah, the crickets. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't understand that either. I mean, and, I understand having the loopers for, for those that aren't involved or whatever, you know, oh, my henchman just pissed me off, right? So let me, and because they said something about you can't murder anybody because of ID tags and it's, all, it's near impossible. Okay, so James, my henchman, you have pissed me off. I'm going to get rid of you. You were useful earlier. You're no longer useful. So let me send you to the past and let some dude shoot you. And so Take how, care of that. Yeah, I, I understand, I understand kind that part. Of I don't understand the closing the loop part, though. That's that was kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't understand the closing the loop. I don't understand exactly how the mechanism of why they're sending them to the past works because if you can't kill them in the future because of some way that they're they're tracking people at that point, are they tracking them to see if and when they die or when they are dead? It's easy to find the body. If, okay, so so my guess is in the future they have perfected, um, they have perfected the um, camera through the brain mechanism. Oh, um, and so they and shine so a light in the back find, of your head, yeah, and then, they're able to figure out exactly who the murderer mm -hmm. is, and it's all over at that point in time. Well, but if if that's the Fuck case, <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, if they're gonna do you know wild wild west on your on your skull. Why not just kill them in the future and then send them back to the past? That that body. totally eliminates into a volcano. 
that totally eliminates the chance that they could run away from the looper in the past. Well, normally yeah. they can't run away because they're, you know, hogtied and everything like that. Uh, let's let's examine that a little bit a, a little bit further. And so the looper who has been loyal to you for X amount of years in the family, doing all these jobs, like he gets bamboozled, swindled, uh, ambushed by his future self. Not the fuck up at the beginning, not the Rob wannabe who just stares at him and is like, oh my God, it's you. Like he, he took the mask off. Nope. Like the looper, like this guy, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, whatever the fuck his name was, Nightwing. Uh, he, yeah, whatever. He looks at he looks at his future self because his future self is a badass and was able to to take on three guys and went willingly uh, forward in time so that he could bamboozle ambush backward and, in time. Uh, whatever. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. This movie's stupid. Uh, and then and and, and so it, like they're still after they're after Nightwing in the future in the past, but not future and future Nightwing. Why wouldn't they? Nightwing in the present, in the past, like this movie's so stupid, it's hard to explain. He's trying to kill his future self, but they're going after him too. Like they, like they think that they're both in on it. That doesn't yeah, make any they, sense either. Like, uh, they yeah, had a pow, like, they had a powwow um, there on the tarp, little picnic. Hey, let's dumb. stick yeah. it to the man. Yeah. It's just, it's just fucking the whole this whole movie. And how how does so how does how do they know that he didn't get killed so quickly? Right. I mean, yeah. How did they know that? I mean, I see that too. you like turn in, you're supposed to turn in the silver or something. I didn't understand how that right. worked. Here, here's the silver. It, you, Let me live. Here's the, the silver. And we all go our separate ways and it doesn't fucking matter. Well, but, but even like after they've killed somebody, they, they're strapped with silver. Yeah. That's their payment. Go, jo- yeah. yeah, but Joe keeps part of it, and then part of it goes back to the other dudes. Well, no, I think care. they, I think they just exchange the silver for money, and they've got probably no, right. a, a oh, silver fence that they regularly use. Okay, I, yeah, okay. So I and, think and here's they, what happens: they is take a cut so, of the silver, right? They take oh, okay. a cut of the yeah, silver. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. here, you're going to get X amount of bars. You're going to get four bars every time you you kill somebody, and, and you turn it in for for cash. You turn it in, and you're going to get three bars worth back. In, mm-hmm. in money and cash, and we're going to keep that fourth bar. So he turns in two bars, no law gets, against it, yeah. and gets one bar. I, gets like, one and bar that's just or gets, a quarter yeah. of whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to take. And he's 25%. hoarding the other silver like they're cigars. So I, <laughs> you I, should know a lot about that, I, I don't do, you? I do. I do. I absolutely <laughs> yeah. hoarding. Uh, so the first but, first step to yeah is admitting uh, you have a problem. So I don't yeah. understand why there's they don't have an issue with that because they're not getting. I mean, I don't know. So what happens with the the gold? Yeah, I don't. I just that doesn't know the gold bars. He's like, we uh, know you're hiding it. Well, no shit, you know we're hiding. I'm hiding it. Everybody's turning in four, and I only turn in two. Yeah, that's like I'm not hiding that I'm hiding it. Everybody fucking knows, and nobody said anything. So what the fuck does it matter? I guess maybe he's hoping he's he gets a better exchange rate in the future. Um, Fuck, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking dumb. Well, it lasted him what uh, six or seven years. No, I think it was ten years in that he was it ten finally years in that he finally ran out of money because of his me, drug habit. Let me tell you what pisses me off about this movie. Like we we can sit here and we can poke holes 
in the plot. We can poke holes in the fucking time travel. We can poke holes in the stupid paradox. Like we can poke holes in everything. Here's here's why this movie sucks. With a shotgun, uh, a blunderbuss. Blunder yeah. Oh yeah, that that no, rock salt. Yeah, shotgun, yeah, with yeah. the rock salt. Rock, rock right? salt yeah. Like we can see Piper Perabu's boobs, and they're glorious. And we can wish we could see Emily Blunt's boobs, who played Mary Poppins, by the way. Uh, Mary Poppins. That's where it's at. Just saying. Anyway, oh my God. It's that accent, it's that English accent. Oh, so, wow. We can poke holes in all this. We can admire boobs. We can admire these hot chicks. It don't fucking matter because Ryan Johnson takes you through this thing and it's a turn your brain off. Like, don't, and he even tells you in the movie, don't over fucking think this shit. It's not worth it. Just have fun with what we're doing. And you get to the end. And obviously, uh, Nightwing has a thing. For Mary Poppins, right? Well, yeah, they obvious. Fucked. They did fuck, mm-hmm. but the fucking doesn't always mean you have a have a thing for somebody. But they you in the movie she was lonely. Does. She was lonely. Well, yeah, she hit the she booty was. call button. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Uh, so he like he he has feelings for her, and he's gonna go kill the kid, and then he's like, no, I can't do it. Like so, he's starting to like that hard shell that Joe has. It was starting to come down at that point. Future Joe should have been like, holy shit. Now I remember kind of having uh, some feelings for these people. Yeah. Maybe I should back off and shoot myself, but no, it's younger Joe who shoots himself. Thus making sure the loop never happened. Well, yeah. And it's the inconsistency of that uh, old Joe memory from young Joe that kind of irks me with the story. And and I'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, Ryan Johnson actually talked about looper and time travel and film and, and the ending. And he, this is, this is something that he said, uh, even though it's a time travel movie, the pleasure of it doesn't come from the mass of time travel. It's not a film like primer, for instance, where the big part of the enjoyment is kind of working out all the intricacies of it. For Looper, I very much wanted it to be more character-based. That is, more about how these characters dealt with the situation time travel has brought about. So the biggest challenge was figuring out how not to spend the whole movie explaining the rules and figure out how it pu- uh, how to put it out there in a way that made sense on some intuitive level for the audience, then get past it and deal with the real meat of the story. And I I see what he's trying to do there. And I think that was probably a smart move, especially with a time travel film, because you can just fall into so many traps with time travel movies. But there's too many inconsistencies with the things that he did deal with in the story that just turned me off of this. I think this movie was really well shot. I think this movie was really well acted. I think the premise of this movie was actually really good. I think the execution on the story part of this movie is where it falters. And I'm surprised that it did. And it has such a great critical response as it does. It's got a 93 fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, this was before Star Wars. I don't disagree with anything you said. I 100% agree with all of it. I think Ryan Johnson could fuck up a one car funeral. I think Ryan Johnson is probably the worst director of our generation. And that's saying a lot. I don't think Ryan Johnson should be allowed uh, within 10 feet of a fucking camera uh, under penalty of fucking death, or maybe just we poke his eyeballs out. I don't know. Whatever prevents him from making another fucking movie, we just need to make sure that happens. I don't don't agree with that because... He fucked up Star Wars. 
He fucked this movie up. I don't think and it he was a good movie. I don't think he up fucked this end. movie. I, I oh, think he totally did. I think this movie was good, I, and and his direction in this movie was good. I think the writing suffered. But I've seen other Ryan Johnson movies that I really enjoy, like Knives Out was a brilliant fucking movie, even the writing, and he wrote that as well. Never seen it. It's it's really good, and I know you hate it's Ryan Johnson, but I encourage you to actually watch it because it, it I is. I don't want to watch anything that this guy has done because <laughs> the movies that I've seen from him have not impressed me to go out and search for another film that he's done that might be good because whatever mojo he had, it's gone. It's lost. He shot his load. And he can't get it back. Like he's done. Like he's shooting blanks at this point. Just, just put the out. magic back in the bottle. No, <laughs> you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Like whatever he's done, it's he's gone. Fuck it. Ryan Johnson should not be allowed near a camera. I'm sorry. He just shouldn't. It. This is look. I got so mad because what should have happened, and what would have made much more sense character wise, is for old Joe to back off and be like, if I let this happen. Everything that I had, all these memories, all the bad things are gone. And then like the futures, like there's so many things that this movie deals with that aren't fleshed out. Number one, right. would you kill baby Hitler? Right. That's yeah. That's basically, basically the we, fucking we premise of this that, movie yeah. is this is a, would you kill baby Hitler theory movie? That's it. Yeah. That That's number one. Number two is if you know the future, would you change the future? And while, yeah, he did by sacrificing himself, it should have been the old Joe who sacrificed himself to allow the new generation, like to like that's what it should have been. Like it's a, it's again, it's a generational movie. It's uh, who's right, the old man or the young kid, right? And it's always, it's always, it's always in every scenario, and this is the old man saying this. It's always the young kid. Yeah, because the the. You, you, it, it's the problem in nostalgia. Joe had lived his life. You're, you're trying yeah, to live Joe in the has, past. Joe had lived his life, and he should have recognized that and held on to those memories as he faded into non-existence. But he was angry that his it wife doesn't fucking died. Matter. There was so much. There was so much good about this movie. Yeah, the accent was a thing, but that's like whatever. <laughs> uh, fucking Nightwing playing Bruce Willis. Is amazing. Yeah, it really he really was. Pretty, he had some pretty although, good facial, I will, facial yeah. things there going on. I will say that Jordan uh, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's Bruce Willis looked a lot like a, a young Robert De Niro a lot of the time. A little. <laughs> I mean, he at times he looked like the secret love child between Bruce Willis and Robert De Niro. <laughs> I would watch a new uh, uh, a new Christmas movie, a Die Hard, with with a Joseph Gordon Levitt. I would. Okay. I would. I would. I would be all in on that. He's the new John McClane. <laughs> and I will say I that I will say that some of the prosthetics that they put on on JGL to to make him look like a young Bruce Willis were a little disturbing at times. Um, bit, it, yeah. it was just <laughs> you could. There was some uncanny valley shit going on there, and it was just weird. It it, it threw me out. Uh, threw me off for a little bit. I would. I would, I'd watch it. I would totally one hundred percent watch anything remade with uh with nightwing as bruce willis <laughs> without doubt um so the entire premise of this movie is kind of odd though because old joe wants to save his wife but he can't go back to her no she's dead 
Yeah, and, well, even and, if she's alive, he can't go. Yeah, they no haven't established that they've got right? time travel into the future. They can go from the future to the past, but they well, they okay, never. So they talked says to, that time travel's not invented about, yet. Yeah, but they talked about that a little bit. Um, young Joe said something about like he thinks that he'll just fade away and be back with his wife because it yeah, never happened. If he kills the rainmaker, he'll just like, right. The rainmaker will have never existed. Thus, he would have never gone back in time. Right. But then, if he didn't go, so another paradox: if he doesn't go back in time, he can't kill the baby rainmaker. All the silver, what turn all that silver your and brain gold off. At the end of the movie, just disappeared because none of those events happened. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But yeah. This. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I fucking hate time travel. God damn it! Time Rob. travel movies suck. You're welcome. <laughs> it just there's welcome. so many fucking things that I mean, unless you do it just absolutely perfectly, it fucking sucks because. The, the first time you, you break causality and don't have a reason for it, it just, it, it's like a fucking house of cards. Everything else topples. Right. The movie was, I, well, I there was, the movie. there I was time travel. Uh, there, there had to be some sort of time travel involved just in the, uh, I guess we'll call it the past or present or whatever. Um, because from the time that young Joe said, Oh, myself knows where Hitler is now. Um, we need to pack up and go. Apparently, old Joe can get his shit tased, get sent back to the city, <laughs> hijack, oh, I'm sorry, kill everyone, hijack a car, drive all the way out there, and Sarah has just finished loading the, the truck up. In before Crowley right. says, well, it was a woman packing. Yeah. I yeah. was never going to make that look. I, like, we go on a trip. I don't pack. My wife packs. I, I, I put shit in the car because if I let her put shit in the car, we don't have room for anything. So, so I'm going to go is. in <laughs> and fucking play Tetris to make sure it all fits because that's that's what I do. She yeah. can't do that. Yeah. So I, why it took him so long, I don't know. But that was that was a little ridiculous. Because she packed everything. He said, just get in the fucking truck, get your shit and go. And did mm-hmm. you see what was in the back of the truck? <laughs> yeah. What did you see? It? Have you ever traveled with a woman, Rob? Oh, there they it take is. Everything. There you like, go. I'm not talking about just a little bit. They're like, oh, we're going to be gone for just a couple of days. Hold on. Let me go pack I up. I need right five back. pairs of underwear. And there's like 17 goddamn boxes of fucking mm-hmm. shit. I brought the mm-hmm. fishbowl too, just in case you don't know. I want to make sure it gets fed. What the fuck, woman? We're going across town for like a day. Shut the fuck up. No, they bring everything. It's fucking ridiculous. It's more ridiculous than goddamn Ryan Johnson and how he fucking made this movie. God, now I'm pissed, Robin. I'm not even going anywhere. Unpack some of that shit. We don't Wait, have room. I, I thought you were going somewhere. <laughs> I thought you were going fishing. I am. I need to get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> I can tell. Just don't let your wife back your uh, tackle fucking box. Stressed, man. I'm fucking stressed. <laughs> oh, I loved Emily Blunt's line uh, when she said, "I don't want to hear your hobo sob story." <laughs> hobo sob story. Yeah. I love that. I'm so gonna steal hobo sob story. All right. Uh, one of my last questions: How many shots do those fucking blunderbusses have? One. Well, that was a no that was bullshit. A future it. That was a futuristic blunder. They're only supposed to have one. You got to pack them full of like knives and forks. <laughs> <laughs> no, where the fuck you put in a blunder bus? 
I don't know. It, uh, let's see. There was what? Uh, he had at least two, half a dozen shots to that guy uh, that was on the fucking motorcycle. Well, there was there was two to the there was two to the the car or to the van. Then there was at least two to the motorcycle. Oh, there were more than then two. Another, well, there well two no, there was more. two to the motorcycle. There was about three to the ground. There were four, yeah, a, three or four or five to the okay. ground because yeah, he had and then the dust, one so back up, yeah, and then one to take out the dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, he took um, the dude seven? out one shot. Uh, apparently it's a it, maybe it's a 12 gauge blunderbuss right and it's got it holds 12 rounds i don't know i know 12 gauge doesn't mean 12 so rounds just go with it okay stupid. i don't know maybe ooh maybe his gun gets loaded from the future somebody's in the i don't know that's we not how that's episode. not how that works Rob. he's going to start doing time, he's going to try to do time tra- travel shtick we need it in the show I'm just yeah. yeah 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 that's not last question so the tagline for this movie was hunted by your future haunted by your past isn't that the exact opposite of what happened opposite. in this movie yes. <laughs> yeah 100%. yeah hunted by way your to past, fuck up the marketing on that like yeah. i said i'll say it i said it twice i'll say it a third time ryan johnson could fuck up a one car funeral he could i i hey, like look this who joined movie, us though. Uh, up until I did too. Up until the end. Yeah, up until the very end. But even the ending didn't really totally diminish my my enjoyment of this movie. I thought, like I said, I thought the movie was really well done. I think the story nothing, was weak. The ending invalidates everything that happened during the movie. Well, the, the whole premise of this fucking movie invalidates everything in this fucking movie. The whole point of this movie was he was going to kill the rainmaker if he had decided not to kill the fucking rainmaker nothing would have happened but do you kill baby hitler that's true that's that's what this movie the movie is asking is do you kill baby and i'm asking you would you kill baby hitler and i've already answered this no what i you know what i have no problem i would pull the fucking trick baby hitler no more are you are you guaranteeing that you're going to create a better future by killing baby Hitler? I, no, but I'm guaranteeing what I'm what what I would be guaranteeing is that baby Hitler would not grow up to be Hitler. Somebody else may take his place, but it wouldn't be Hitler. Yeah, but so, the somebody who takes his place may be fuck tons worse than Hitler. You know what? And if I have a time machine, I'll just go back and I'll kill that guy. And I'll keep doing that until either I die or I get cancer from the time machine because God knows the time machine will just give me cancer. Possibly. You get cancer from everything. All right, James, I got a question for you. Yeah. Is Looper more sci-fi than 112263? Yeah, it is. And here's why. Uh, look, I don't want to... <sighs> You could talk about the like the the hover bike, I guess, and say, "Oh, it's a hover bike. It's more futuristic." That's not that's not it. That's not why this movie is more sci fi than eleven twenty two sixty three. In eleven twenty two sixty three, there was no goddamn time machine. In eleven twenty two sixty three, there's a closet that went to the past. It's not a time, time machine. Closet. It's not a time closet. It's just a closet. In this movie, there's a fucking time machine. It is tangible. It is real. There's chicken wire in it for some reason. I don't know. That's the Faraday cage to to keep the um, keep all the cancer inside. Yeah, (laughs) cancer. cancer. Yeah, Yeah. 
Yeah, for that reason and that reason only. Looper, more sci-fi than 112263. <laughs> but I'll be honest, like if I had to watch either, like if someone's like, all right, this is what you're going to watch before you die. I'd be like, I'd rather watch 112263. Really? That's a bet. Yeah. It's a, wow. it's a better show than this. Look, it's just the way it ended ruined everything for me. Piper Parabou's boobs. Like I was like, yeah, great, man. Tits. Fantastic. But the way this movie ended is like, eh, no, no thanks. All right, Rob, you got a haiku for us? I do. Uh, this haiku is entitled Disproven Theories. Sounds deep. Yep, it's very deep. You ready? I'm guessing it's not. Joe saw himself old. Reality didn't implode. Doc Brown was so wrong. <laughs> God. You can't. You can't. You're cross-pollinating. Mix. You can't do that. And yet I did. But you can't. Doc Says Brown who? was right for that universe. Oh my so God. Rob's haiku, more sci-fi than 11-22-63. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's well. certainly more fictional. Well. All right, final thoughts? Fuck Ryan Johnson. How did Sarah know about loopers? That fuck? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I thought it must that be was a gonna, city thing. I thought that was going to be some kind of hook into like her sister was a looper or she was a looper or something like that. But yeah, that All went it does nowhere. Is it tells you that she's got some kind of she's dipped her toe, her hot, hot toe in in uh, the underworld, in in the in the belly of the beast, in the in the uh, criminal uh, element of the time. That's all it tells you, but it doesn't tell you how it doesn't tell you why she was, she was a party girl. Yeah, so yeah, maybe, she, maybe she hung out with loopers. If she's a party girl, she did not take her top off nearly enough. Well, she's no, not she's a party a girl now. now. She's a mom. She cleaned now. up. Once a she's party responsible. Girl, always a party girl. Now well, you got to get a, lick, a little liquor in them first, but you can take the girl out the party. But you can't take the party out the girl. Black Lung. Speaking from uh, personal experience. Fuck yeah. Who's got awards? Does he Sadly, see himself in the third party? Or, uh, do I you do. see yourself as a girl, Crowley? Not not right now. Not right. Oh, okay. I'll let you know if that changes, though, Rob. I mean, are you interested? I mean, uh, hey, you know, like the, maybe. The beard Would you take you your top on? off? Would you take your you top off? You want me off? to? Maybe. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> I like oh that. Not with a voice like that. No. Oh. Ugh. Mm. All right, Rob. Who's got your black long? <laughs> oh man, I gave it to I gave it to Sarah. Um, not for actually smoking in bed. I gave it to her because she wanted it so bad that she mimed smoking on the porch. She wanted a lot of things so bad. Uh huh. Yeah. James. Uh yeah for that but not because she faked it but because she actually you know smoked in bed yeah sarah's getting mine not only because she faked it but she also smoked after sex in bed uh james who's got your head lush uh my head lush goes to i'm trying to remember who was drinking this movie oh uh the 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 boss guy that took over in the thing what's uh, what's his name jeff daniels he was in 
Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. He wasn't Lloyd Christmas. He was the other one. Uh, what, was, what was Floyd? Lloyd. No, I thought I Floyd. thought they, uh, uh, Dana Carvey. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Dana Jim Carvey Carrey. wasn't even in that movie. Yeah, right. I, I <laughs> uh, what's his name? Carrey. Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was uh, Lloyd Christmas. Yeah, I don't remember their names. Dumb and Dumber. That's that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to Dumber. I don't know. I'm just gonna call him Dumber. Okay, Rob. Uh, Dumber. Yeah, because he was drinking when he was talking with. uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Batman makes sense. Harry. Harry was Jeff Daniels. Ah, Harry. Okay. Harry. 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 Um. Yeah, I'm giving it to. I'm giving it to Jeff Daniels. What Abe? Yeah. Yeah, Harry. me too. He's the only one that I really noticed that was drinking. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Willis was in a bar, so I presume that he was drinking mm-hmm. whenever he hit he hit on his future wife and got flipped off and slapped. The, the, you slapped. could give it to Joe because he was always drinking coffee. Nah, that's not really how this works, Day. Rob. I don't know. It was. I mean, he words work. The 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 murder the coffee. Gat guy drank a bunch of water too. Should I give it to him? That's you should you should. He was parched. No. No, it's it's going to Harry. So okay, great. Bone dry, kind of like your intelligence. Oh, Rob, who's got your player? Uh, giving it to Sarah, getting her groove on with Joe with uh, using the booty call frog. James, yeah. I James, I this want, is a podcast. I'm, I'm trying you have to, to give it. I speak. Shut your! I swear to God, shut your fucking child mouth. It's three. I, I want to give it so badly to Piper Parabu's boobs because they were calling to me, but I can't. Instead, I'm going to give it to uh, uh, Mary Poppins for the same reason, hitting that booty call frog button. Yep, we are three for three on this one because the booty call button gets my player award as well. James, who has your purple hippo? Ryan Johnson for this fucking idiot ending. Okay, Rob? I gave it to old man Joe for getting the new memories there at the beginning that were seemed to be painful. Yet as the movie went further on, he it got used painful. to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or How you could give it. Memories painful. How does yeah. that work? I, oh, yeah, I, I, gotta, I, I just remembered something. Oh, ow. Either that, or either that, or you could give it to the armless, headless. Not no, he had his head. Well, he had his head. Um, yeah, noseless finger. Yeah, you could give it that to was, that guy uh, as his you know, parts I have were such falling a off. Problem with that because they essentially why don't just kill him? Because yeah, that's what uh, you be, did. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I mean, it's like, oh, let's just like make like, him come want, back and then kill really, him. Yeah, like we really want to yeah. give you thirty years so bad. I, I think but they were your trying future to self just isn't letting us. Like, just yeah. shoot the guy and be done with it. Fuck me. I, th- I think they were trying to establish the fact that you could. Uh, affect affect the, your, the future with yeah language. you yeah. can affect the older guy but um, they did it, that it reminded me of, with fucking every day yeah. they you accomplished that the with the carving on his arm they didn't have to start taking off body parts what was the whole point of that i don't shock value you either show up or we start dismembering you look I don't know. all you really got to do i'm just going to tell you this right now like you want a guy you want a man to show up somewhere like you just you carve one thing, just one little thing in his penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be a full sentence. It could be a letter. It could be lowercase. 
Doesn't fucking matter. Like smiley face. Yeah. Hey, how like, Done. I'm on my way. <laughs> Don't be there in five. Yeah. Be there in five. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when uh, the bad guy was getting melted. You know, Nothing about melted. this movie reminded me of no, Who Framed just Roger that Rabbit. one part where he was nope. collapsing. Nope, didn't do it. Uh, all right, fine. <laughs> all right, so my purple hippo is going to go to uh, Joe. Just both young and old Joe because he that dude did so many fucking drugs and was tripping balls so often. He went through DTs he had to get like worse. twice. Yeah. Once he as young go, Joe and to, once as old Joe. Yeah. And he had to get uh he had to get heavier and heavier drugs as he got older. Yeah. Yeah. He had to start <laughs> doing the the injectables, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it was I, it was I, kind I of a cool parallel the way that they showed uh, his older self getting, you know, clean uh, with his future wife and his younger self getting clean through his future bone. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, she's so hot. Look, uh, look, I was a little disappointed. There wasn't like a half uh, face morph of, of, uh, of both of them, of Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like it was, like it was just a hard. Here's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and now he's Bruce Willis. <laughs> there was no, there was no. Look, he's kind of losing his hair. Oh Bruce man, Willis, let's just be honest. When Bruce Willis was younger, we all know. Well, maybe not all of us. Like some of you millennials have no fucking clue. Like moonlighting, he didn't really have a whole lot of hair. He didn't. No. Mm. Oh, did you see the transitional Bruce Willis though in the movie when he had that kind of fucked Dude, up hair, rocking. that receding hair? You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of uh, uh, the the bad guy, the big bad in The Fifth Element. I can't remember his name. Great. Oh actor. yeah, yeah. Um, oh. oh shit! With his head, with his mm. it, like half Gordon. his head was yeah, shaved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. yeah, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Oh fuck! I. I I I can't his name. He was also in Leon the, the Professional. He was the yeah, bad guy he was, in that. He was, he was the bad. Oh, oh he's, he's so, British he's and he's so good. Uh, old Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Yep, 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 yep. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great actor. God. When was the last time he was in something? Uh, Batman. Yeah. That's the last thing Batman. I can think of. Right? <laughs> Somebody get damn. that guy a job. He's so good. He God is, damn. He is so good. All right, so James, it is your turn to pick our next movie. God help us all. <laughs> I'm going to let you two pick, and it, this is how I'm going to do it. Um, pick a number between 1 and 10. <laughs> oh, they're all the same movie. Sake. Don't fall into this trap. It's all one they're movie. Not, they're not all one movie. I'm not playing I'm your promise. game. Just pick a fucking movie. Fine, you should since pick you a refuse number. to play Space Truckers. No! no. <laughs> Space Truckers, that's God it. God damn I'm going to tell you, Space Truckers wasn't even on the list. I had 10 right here. They're, they're on this card. See? See? There's stuff written on that card. I had them right there. One through 10, you didn't pick. Space Truckers, you use what you get. I'll pick. Wow. Nope. Too late. <laughs> Space Truckers. I fucking hate you. I don't you even are know a if product. that's the opening. That is the product of your own doing, Jason. <laughs> it is. Yep, really is. I had him. You make us right pick here. numbers all the time, and the one time he asks you to pick a number, you don't do it. You chose not to. You this is live on you, with man. the consequences. Like, there's some good shit on here too. There's Ghostbusters is on here. I, I, you chose not to. You went. Pfft. What was uh, so? So I would have picked number seven. 
What would have number seven been? I don't know. I didn't really have anything. I was going with space truck. God damn it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I hate you both. And next week, I'm not going to be on the show. So y'all enjoy doing Space Truckers. Our intro and outro music awesome. is Welcome I am Home a by Camp Pod Crawl Music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokingdrinkingandspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokingandrinkingandspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, become a Patreon supporter by going to to smokingandrinkingandspace.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I am Jason. We don't need the fucking microwave to get away from the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan Johnson, go fuck yourself. We'll talk to you next week. But first, he's the bald, grumpy, old self to with... Uh, fuck, let me try that again. <laughs> Names the movie wrong because he thought it was funny. And then he... Shut up, Rob. I fucking hate you. Messed himself up. But first... Reading, he, that's the bad part. <laughs> God I'm done now. Go ahead. Go ahead.